Welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show, brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Hello and welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show. I am Jim Galante. He is Andrew P. Shea. Andy, are we ready for some Penn State football talk? Yeah, I mean, Big Ten media days are going on. That means it's that's the you know sort of the the oh what do they call that before the meal where you have like a one taste dish, the appetizer. Yeah, the appetizer. See the this is the appetizer to football season because once you start having the appetizers, you know your steak and your baked potato and your broccoli are coming. On the way. Yes, it is. And, you know, that's the biggest thing, Andy. It's an indicator that the season is to, is to come. Other than that, there's a whole lot of nothing there to talk about. It gives us a couple things to talk about, which we're going to do in quarter one. Then quarter two through Q4, we're going to do something very different. We're going to have a little bit of fun, but we'll get to that shortly. Let's talk about James Franklin meeting with the media Um in Indianapolis on Wednesday, a few things that he came up with that I'd like to get your response to. One of the, the, the first things he talked about before he was even asked questions, so these are things he had scripted that he wanted to talk about. He used the expression, obviously, one question mark we have on defense is in the secondary. And he mentioned losing uh, Joey Porter, Tig Brown, Obviously, two very good players. Are you as concerned as James Franklin about the secondary? I mean, if if you, it, it seemed like he kind of leveled off the concern in the secondary and at the wide receiver position. What identified one on each side of the ball is that a level playing field? No, I mean you lose NFL talent, elite NFL talent at that. Yeah, that's going to make it different. Are you? Bereft of talent at the in the secondary. Oh my gosh, no. I mean, when I when you break it down, I think there's eight nine guys that could play in that secondary, and I don't think Penn State's any worse off for the wear if any eight or nine of them are playing. I swear to gosh. Um, I think the difference on the receiver side when you're talking about you know concerns and. He identified him. He identified it is it's so much. No, it's so much of an unknown salad. It could go, it could go, it could go many different ways. It's not, it could go well, it could go poor. It could go a lot of different ways. It could involve a lot of different players. And there's so much more unknown and there's so much more unrealized and unproven talent. Not because it hasn't necessarily gotten on the field, but mostly because it hasn't performed at, at a level that I think you would expect it to be at. So I think the wide receiver position is real. I think the secondary is coach speak. Yes, I'm in agreement with you. Obviously, when you lose NFL caliber talent, two pieces like they did in Porter and in Jair Brown, those are losses. But unlike wide receiver – uh, with the secondary, starting at cornerback, you've got, you know, Kalen King, potential All-American there. 
Johnny Dixon, already experienced, talented, shows you that. In the slot, you have Daquan Hardy, veteran. You know, you know what you've got there already. Safeties, you may not have that quite yet that standout like you did the last two years with Brisker and then Jair Brown, but you still have a lot of players there with experience and talent. I'm in agreement with you. Wide receiver is not quite as set, and a lot of numbers there. Depth, but I'm not sure about the quality there. Uh, Another discussion that uh, caught my eye, Andy, is about the quarterback position. Now, James Franklin has seemed to be pretty consistent. If he's got to name a new quarterback, he waits quite a while to do it. Even if there's someone who is the logical choice for the job. So he has said, you know, there's Drew Aller, who was the obvious number two, got a lot of experience last year, the five-star guy, but he's not going to name him the starter yet because he's still in a competition with Bo Perbola. Is there really a competition going on? No. I mean, <laughs> not no. The answer is no. I mean, he corrected to say, well, it's always a competition every year. And the member of the media came back and said, well, at least now this doesn't have, it's been a while since you've had an incumbent. And he's like, okay, yep, you got, you know, like good comeback. Uh, you were ready, but I, I don't think it is. I, I like the data revelation part because what the data, when he talks about the data and they, you know, they've got numbers to back it up, whatever their scoring system or data system is. I think that's what you saw last year when Drew Aller went from spring ball train wreck uh, love of like, man, give this guy as much, you know, width and birth and breadth as you could possibly give him to work on his craft. And by the time you got to, you know, the season getting ready to start, he names him the number two. In other words, the data and everything that they were also seeing with their eyes, but in combination with the data told him, this kid has to be our number two. There's no other way, shape, or form. So I think he likes to work in that process of when the final thing comes, it is for him, not for to make it external to the fans and media, etc. It's for him and the staff to be sure that everything that they do, those numbers, and bear it out along with what they're seeing with their eyes. But it's it's not even. It wasn't a fair competition in terms of recruiting between Bo Perbula and Drew Aller. So, if the ta- and the talent gap's pretty big there between the two, they're very different quarterbacks. But there's a gap, and it's clear. And if Bo Perbula closes that gap, Drew Aller's partly responsible for it. That's what I'm saying. And I just don't see anything that tells me that Drew Aller is not. Does is has diminishing returns on the talent he has. So is it a competition to answer your question? No, not even close. Well, and, and I think there's more to it. First of all, James Franklin is a creature of habit. And his habit when there's not an incumbent is he's going to wait before he names his starting quarterback. But what I always find fascinating is the inconsistencies. He's quoted as saying he thinks the sooner the better that they name their starter. 
No, James, no, you don't. Or you would already have done it. Correct. Because, and, and there is no advantage right now to naming Drew Aller the starter. There's no advantage to Drew Aller getting him comfortable. We want him to think every day you're competing, Drew, day after day, and Bo Prabula is there. Same thing now with the backup, Prabula. There's no advantage to saying, hey, the competition's over, you're second team. No advantage to doing that right away, no matter what James Franklin says about he thinks naming a starter sooner the better. Okay, a uh, little different topic. Uh, apparently, Olu Fashanu, who was there, we all know, big left tackle, could have gone in the first round of the draft last year, chose to come back, left the money on the table, Andy, but apparently... He's bigger, faster, stronger, all of those things. Put on 20 pounds. And, you know, leaving that money on the table, there's always some risk to that. But the payoff is you go through another year, you improve. That improves your draft status, too. This is a guy who might even be talked about being a number one pick. Yeah, he could be. It's hard for me because... This was it was always going to look like this for him. Like, even if he was a high draft pick, it was always going to be based on projection because his body of work wasn't big enough and, and deep enough to to justify being like a top ten pick, for example, or a top five pick, even though his skill set shows it. Just go watch Michigan and Ohio State game tapes and you're you're fine. You're like that guy could play in the NFL, right? You know, could play in the NFL. But he was always going to need to have this transition process. And even if he was a high draft pick, I'm not sure he was going to be an instant impact player because he needed this type of, you know, strength and agility and development of his body at that at this level. So it's hard. He would have he could have done this and been getting paid. He chose to do it the other way and get his education. You can't. There's no wrong choice in that. It's simply the one that Olu got to make. And, but it, he definitely needed, this was definitely needed. This was going to happen either way because it was definitely, even though you watch the Michigan and Ohio State tapes and you're like, wow, that guy's ridiculously good. He still wasn't fully developed as a next level player in terms of physical body type, you know, all that kind of stuff. He needed one more layer of it. And as long as he stays healthy and anchor in that left side, Penn State's going to just be the better for it. Uh, real quick, just want to mention one more quote from Franklin uh, saying he's not concerned about not playing Michigan and Ohio State every year with the new schedule. Everything needs to be based on how do we get the most teams in the playoffs. You know, that's fine. That's Southeast Conference. I want to let that one go. I do want you to comment. I sent you something yesterday. Let's go to the ACC Media Day, Andy. Pat Narduzzi, coach of Pitt, says ACC players are better than Big Ten players. What do you think? Yeah, he's he can't help himself. He's got us versus them disease. And despite, you know, getting all the treatment and taking all the pills, he can't get rid of it. Like, he's... It's just, you know, you're a jack wagon. Shut up. If I'm a Pitt fan, I'm like, coach, man, come on, shut up. Uh, be proud of your conference and your players. But don't 
drop the stupid little childish dig in this. Well, I'm not taking a shot at the Big Ten, but I think the ACC is better players. We could go. I, I was going to do it, but then I was like, I don't need to do it. You know, go back and do a three-year or five-year NFL draft analysis. Check the numbers. ACC versus Big Ten. I know what they're going to say. The ACC doesn't have bad players. They have some really good ones. Big Ten has better players and more of them. Maybe it's more of them. I don't know, but Jack Wagon, shut up. There's a way to make that statement without talking about the Big Ten. You could say, our conference, I believe, is underrated. I've been in the Big Ten. I'm now in the ACC. Wonderful players here, not given enough respect. There's a right way to do it. All right, Andy, that's it, quarter one. Remember, stick with us. We got something fun coming up for you next. Hey, guys, this is Andrew from 409 Tailgate Club, here to talk to you about our new coffee barbecue dry rub set. Over the years, we've developed some great tailgate sauces and barbecue dry rubs, but our new coffee rubs are totally unique spice blends, low in sodium, and feature Happy Valley's finest coffee, W.C. Clark's roasted right in the cheese shop in downtown State College. So head on over to 409tailgateclub.com, grab yourself some coffee rubs, and remember, always tailgate with honor. We are. StateCollege.com is your one-stop source for news, sports, opinion, entertainment, and community events. Over a decade of experience covering the Nittany Lions from reporter Ben Jones. Lively commentary from columnist Mike Porman and others. Local perspective, local expertise, local information from Penn State's hometown website, StateCollege.com. Trust StateCollege.com for daily coverage of the school, team, and place you love. Hi, this is Dustin Hawkinsmith from the Keystone Sports Network. For the best Penn State football analysis and commentary, go to KeystoneSportsNetwork.com. The rest of the KSN team and I will bring you game reviews, player evaluation, recruiting news, and plenty more. You may even hear directly from some of your favorite recruits. That's KeystoneSportsNetwork.com. You can also take Keystone Sports Network with you. Go to your app store and download Keystone Sports for your mobile device. For Penn State football news 52 weeks a year, count on the Keystone Sports Network. Are you ready to elevate your game day experience? Then it's time for turnkey tailgating with Revel XP. You get to tailgate close to Beaver Stadium with our exclusive area next to the soccer field. Revel XP will provide the tent, the chairs, table, even the cooler and ice. We even partner with local food and beverage providers to cater your tailgate event. As someone has enjoyed tailgating with Revel XP, I know you're going to love it. Go to RevelXP.com for more info. It's quarter number two on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Hello and welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. I'm Jim Galante. He's Andy Shea. Andy, you and I talked about this earlier this week. We're going to do something a little bit different today just for fun during the offseason. And that is, you and I are going to have our own little draft. Now, here's the thing. We are going to be drafting Penn State football players. Penn State has more depth this year than they probably have had in years. And the question is, just how do you value the different players? Right. And 
how do you look at the team perhaps differently than how I look at the team? And how do we value different players? So what we thought we'd do for the rest of the show, and by the way, um, there's no Ask Andy this week. We're in transition with our app, so things are going to be moving around, changing on that. Don't worry, we'll get back to it. But for today, what we're going to do, we are going to draft, each of us draft a full team of Penn State football players in quarter two and three. And then in quarter four, we're going to compare our teams, and we are going to find out that my team can run circles around Andy's team. I'm confident that's what we're going to end up with. Now, here's how we're going to do it. We have to draft players for each position. Uh, you can't, we have rules like only one quarterback, only one running back. You have to have five offensive linemen, things like that. You know, the obvious with our teams. We're also going to do, it's kind of a two-man snake draft, meaning first guy will get one pick. The second guy, he gets his pick, and then he'll get the first pick in the next round. In other words, he'll get two picks. Back to the first guy who will get his two picks then, and so on. So after the first pick, we'll be picking two at a time. And Andy very graciously deferred that first pick to me, which, of course, means he gets picked number two and three. So we try right. to make it as fair as possible. Andy, are you ready to draft? I I am. I had an interesting time putting together not only my list at each position, but then my big board on hoping and thinking you were going to go a certain direction or how you might draft. So I still know what I want, but I'll be interested to see what you do because I'm in the reactionary position to start. You, you're going to send me one of two ways, and I don't know which way I'm going to go. All right. Well, Jim is now on the clock, Andy, on the clock. And when determining this first pick, I just decide, Jim, do not overthink it. Go with the obvious. And when you're putting a football team together, first thing you got to do is you have to have your quarterback, Andy. I am taking Drew Aller, number one. I've got my quarterback in place. Good pick. I figured that was going to happen. And now I'm going to... Uh... I'm going to throw curveballs right back at you, and you're probably going to be like, "Oh, you just won me this team. You just probably won this." Because I'm just, I'm going to say this right now. I have two picks, and I am not picking Nick Singleton. Ha! I am taking Olu. I am starting up front. I am taking Olu as my left tackle, and I am taking Abdul Carter at linebacker. And there's a method to my madness. I could understand that, Andy. Actually, very good picks. Now, <clears throat> you talked about you have to be in the reactionary phase. And right. now you put me into reactionary phase. Oh, I have. There, there's only so many elite players. And, Correct. you know, there is having to make a decision here. So let me tell you how I am going to go with this. Ooh, boy. You, uh... <laughs> Jimmy! Jimmy's like, I didn't expect Nick Singleton to be there. And I had my list. And uh, do I take Nick Singleton? No, no I, I was kind of prepared. Not necessarily, but I, I was prepared. 
And here's how I'm going to come back at you, Andy. I am going to go with Kalen King. All right. And I am going to go with Curtis Jacobs. Oh, I like that. That's really good. It's a little bit of a reaction to your pick of Abdul Carter. I wanted to make sure I got myself a, you know, a stud linebacker, but I'm also giving myself a stud defensive back. And uh, Kalen King, I think I'm getting myself an All-American there. I think yep. uh, I'm pleased with that pick, my picks. Yeah, that's that's a good uh... – that's a good that's a good fight back. I was a little surprised you took Curtis Jacobs that high. But um yeah, I was I was after Kalen King as well because he's a star, right? Like we know that. So um I am going to continue on defense and I'm gonna take Chop Robinson. Did you wince at my pick? Did I just see you wince at my pick? Since we are, we, we are just audio and people didn't see my, you know, if, if they were televising this draft and there would have been a camera on Jim for that reaction, yes, I winced <laughs> at that. So <laughs> Chop, Chop Robinson goes to Andy. And I, I, I'm going to take Nick Singleton then. I'll take the running back. I... I I had a hard time. I have a hard time separating the two. Um, I was okay. You know, I thought you would pick Singleton earlier. I was okay taking him later. And that's the value of the position, right? Like it's not about for that position and that position only, not necessarily about the position. It's about the two players there. They're so good and playing. They both are at such a high level that it's almost like tomato, tomato to me. It's, it's hard to separate the two other than some little fine details, but I, I, I can't help it. I can't let him slide any further. So go ahead. Give me Nick Singleton and all his touchdowns. <laughs> okay. So g- good pick there by Andy. So now it's my turn and I've got to see how I will react to this. Hmm. A couple different ways I could go here, Andy. And I'll tell you what I'm going to do, and you're supposed to just pay attention to yourself when drafting, not react to the other guy. However, (laughs) it's going to be obvious that I'm reacting. I am going to take, in my two picks, Adisa Isaac. Nice. And and deny Dennis Sutton. Oh, you took both defensive ends, did you? Interesting. Interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Wow, you really are high on those those guys at that position. And and I understand it, but man, deny Dennis Sutton. He's got some seat time, showed some. I think that's high, but that I think it's a good pick because I think I think the guy could be like a, a home wrecker. I, I just I have a sneaky suspicion. So, okay, this makes it easy for me. Uh, I'm going to go. I need a wide receiver, so I'm going to take the top one on the board. I'm going to take Keandre Lambert-Smith. Um, I'll take Bo Pabulet quarterback way later. I'm not drafting him now, but I'm okay with taking him later. Uh, so I want to get some help around him. 
And that means I'm going to take uh, offensive linemen. So I'm going to take the entire left side of Penn State's offensive line, which I think the strength of this offensive line is the left side. Despite uh, Landon Tangwall coming back from an injury, a uh, pretty significant injury at that, uh, I thought what he showed last year was next level. Uh, there is some you know, time he's going to need to get himself back to full speed, but there is another level to him. So give me Landon Tengwall as left guard. And I've got my left, I got my left side of my offensive line. That's, that's a good pick there, Andy. Um, Let's see. So yeah, not, not too shabby so far, Andy. Let's see. I've got a couple ways to go here. Oh boy. Yeah, it's uh, this is where I think this is where it gets sticky, right? We're back around, and now you've got to identify where you're not. And I am gonna go with Theo Johnson. Interesting. As the I'm, I'm gonna get the top tight end. Okay, so let me uh, take care of that. And boy, oh boy, how am I going to do this? You know what? I'm going to complete my cornerback room with Johnny Dixon. That's a good pick. That's a really good pick, Jimmy. Um, I think there is a slight difference between the two, but I think what Johnny Dixon has proven through the season and through the off season, through spring ball. Um, there was some competition there. I just think he's, I just think he's exceptional. Um, I think he's going to play a huge role for this team. All right. Well, this makes it easy for me. So I don't have any corners, so I'm going to be taking backups. So I am going to go there. So I am going to go, Daquan Hardy and Keaton Ellis. I need some secondary kind of box me in at the quarterback position. So Keaton can play both positions. I'm just saying I want Keaton Ellis. So I'm taking Daquan Hardy and Keaton Ellis. Those are my next, those are my next two picks. Um, Does that put us about halfway through Jimmy? We're getting there. That's three, four, five, six, seven. And you've got three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So, Maybe I'll get my next picks in before the end of the segment here. Um, or actually, maybe I'll stall a little bit till we get to the next segment <laughs> to give me a chance to study my board. Um, let's, let's take a look at where we are so far, Andy, in the half minute we have left, and then I can pick it up. You've done... Well, you know, you've got that left side of the offensive line with Olu and Tengwall. Stud running back in Singleton and probably the best receiver in Keandre Lambert-Smith. You got defensive end Chop Robinson and linebacker Abdul Carter. So you got two studs there anchoring your defense. And you have just added the DBs, Daquan Hardy and Keaton Ellis. On the other side, I've got Drew Aller as my quarterback. I thought that was important to get him. Theo Johnson at tight end, Adis Isaac, Denai Dennis Sutton as my defensive ends, Curtis Jacobs at linebacker, 
and I feel like I've dominated cornerback with Kalen King and Johnny Dixon. That's where we sit. We'll draft the rest of our players in quarter number three. Stay tuned for that. Hey guys, this is Andrew from 409 Tailgate Club, here to talk to you about our new coffee barbecue dry rub set. Over the years, we've developed some great tailgate sauces and barbecue dry rubs, but our new coffee rubs are totally unique spice blends, low in sodium, and feature Happy Valley's finest coffee, W.C. Clark's, roasted right in the cheese shop in downtown State College. So head on over to 409tailgateclub.com, grab yourself some coffee rubs, and remember, always tailgate with honor. We are. StateCollege.com is your one-stop source for news, sports, opinion, entertainment, and community events. Over a decade of experience covering the Nittany Lions from reporter Ben Jones. Lively commentary from columnist Mike Porman and others. Local perspective, local expertise, local information from Penn State's hometown website, StateCollege.com. Trust StateCollege.com for daily coverage of the school, team, and place you love. Hi, this is Dustin Hawkinsmith from the Keystone Sports Network. For the best Penn State football analysis and commentary, go to KeystoneSportsNetwork.com. The rest of the KSN team and I will bring you game reviews, player evaluation, recruiting news, and plenty more. You may even hear directly from some of your favorite recruits. That's KeystoneSportsNetwork.com. You can also take Keystone Sports Network with you. Go to your app store and download Keystone Sports for your mobile device. For Penn State football news 52 weeks a year, count on the Keystone Sports Network. Are you ready to elevate your game day experience? Then it's time for turnkey tailgating with Revel XP. You get to tailgate close to Beaver Stadium with our exclusive area next to the soccer field. Revel XP will provide the tent, the chairs, table, even the cooler and ice. We even partner with local food and beverage providers to cater your tailgate event. As someone has enjoyed tailgating with Revel XP, I know you're going to love it. Go to RevelXP.com for more info. Let's get back to the action on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. He's Andy. I'm Jim. It's quarter number three. I know we typically do ask Andy here. Don't worry. We'll get back to that. We are doing our draft of the Penn State football team. Andy and I are each drafting 22 players. Then we're going to compare our teams. Let's get right to it, Andy. I don't have any offensive linemen, and I need to make up for that. Do you know what? It's hard to get a football game going without a center. I'm going to take Hunter Norzad because I want a center. Very good. Yeah, you need to get some and- offensive linemen. Uh and I I'm also – go ahead. Well, you took one t- – I'm going to take Caden Wallace. I'm going to get my second uh, – well, I'm going to get a tackle in there. So I've got two starting offensive linemen there, Andy. So that's that's where I am going. I am going to go uh, – I'm going to continue my run on defense. I'm going to take Hakeem Beeman on the inside. I need some defensive tackles. We both do. Neither one of us have drafted defensive tackles. And I'm going to continue to focus my offense up front, and I'm going to take Hunter Norzad. No, no, no. I just took him. Oh, I just you took, took Norzad and Caden Wallace. Okay. Um, 
Give me uh, Sal Warmly. And Sal Warmly it is. So you so got, got, got Olu, Tengual, and Warmly up front. Yes. And you added a keen beam into your defensive line. Uh, let me mark those guys off on my list yep. so that uh, we don't double dip. Uh, let's see. Akeem Beeman. Okay. Oh, now it's my pick, Andy. Which way should I go? Um, boy, oh boy. <laughs> to... Okay. No, here's what wrong. I'm going to do again. I'm going to, I'm hitting offensive linemen. I'm going to go with, um, Vega Ioane. Okay, I, I like that. I, I think he can be a starter on this team, and I, I I think that might happen before the season is over with Andy. So I'm going Ioane, and let's see. Boy, this might be – I'm going to get a wide receiver on here. I'm going to go Trey Wallace. Okay. Uh, that's good, Jimmy. Yeah, you need I to think get a one. really high upside, Andy. Yep, I was going to take him in the next round, so I was going to box you out there. But it, there's so many of them; it's it's it, it's who knows. I'm going to uh, move back on defense. I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take Jalen Reed at the other safety, and then I'm going to I'm going to keep my run going and I am going to take hey give me Drew Shelton yeah I liked him I I think he plays on this team and I think I have now have four starting offensive linemen okay um that that's interesting and it also talks about you know a little bit about the depth I'd like to think I have three starting linemen so far Andy so we'll we'll uh let me Mark guys off here on my big board. So again, that we don't. You got Drew Shelton, and you took Jalen Reed. Yep. Okay. And let's see. I want to make sure which way should I go here? Hmm. Oh, Andy, Andy, what do I need? You know what? I'm gonna go to my wide receivers again. I'm going to take Dante Cephas. Nice. So I now have Cephas and Trey Wallace, and I feel pretty good about those two. And let me see where else shall I go. I'm going to go Zaki Wheatley. Like that? So this I one's get, get this to one's my... Yes. Do we need... We need four... I'm... Pretty sure I'm right. We need four or five wide receiver tight end combos. Uh, We need four. Four combo uh, tight end wide receivers. Yeah. um, I'm going to finish off there for me. I'm going to take Caden Saunders and Tyler Warren. Saunders and Tyler. You're going to need one more because you need need a total of four. But Tyler Warren, good pick. Caden Saunders, also a good pick. Yeah. Um, Saunders and Tyler Warren. 
Okay, let's see. What what do I need? Um, ah. you know what? I'm gonna go Amari Evans, which will finish out my tight end wide receivers, and then let's see. Defensively, I'm gonna go with. You know what? I'm gonna finish out my defensive backs with KJ Winston. Aha! Uh-huh. Interesting. You know I'm a KJ Winston guy. You are. So that's the way I am going to go there. Okay, so I am going to take. Uh, I'm going to finish off my defensive tackles. I'm going to take Devon Ellis. Okay, Devon Ellis to go along with Akeem Beeman. Yeah, I believe those are the one two guys. On the depth chart, you did a good job of boxing me out at uh, the end. Um, I still need an offensive lineman, right? Right. Um, you need one. But you just now took Beeman and Devon Alleys, right? No, 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 no. I already had – didn't I already have Hakeem Beeman? I don't believe you did. Or Oh, yes, I'm sorry. Let me count here. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Okay, you're correct. You you get one more. Yeah, yeah. I, um, oh boy. I, I'm going to take, I'm going to take Alex Birchmeyer on the offensive line. I want to be done on off, offensive line. That's a good pick. Thank you. I, I think that's, that's a good one. Um, so I still need, let's see, I'm going to go, I'm going to take a middle linebacker. I'm going to take Kobe King. Oh, nice pick. Nice pick. I figured you were going to pick him, though. And you know what? I'm going to go, I know you don't like the youngsters. I'm going to go Tony Rojas and fill out there my linebacker go. room. There you go. How many D-backs do I need, Jimmy? I think I have three. You have three. Yep, you have three DBs and you have one linebacker. Uh, I am going to take... uh, I'm going to take Tyler Elsden. And I am going to also take number 34, Dom DeLuca. Ooh. That guy plays, right? He does. he, He played and he... He laid down some decent tape for a kid, guy that's going in. It's going to be what a redshirt sophomore this year, I believe. So, I, I think he's a viable part of the numbers game there. So, anyway, okay, he, let's see. I still need defensive linemen. I need and I need offensive linemen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, let me. You know what? Let me get my uh, defensive tackles taken care of here. I'll go Kaziah Izzard and Zane Durant. Yep. I need one more defensive back. Am I correct? Yes. Uh, I need a corner, so I'm going to take Cam Miller. We don't know a lot about him, but we do know a little bit about him. All right, Cam Miller. And... I am going to take, I need a D end. 
So I'm going to take Van over. I mean Van over. I mean Van over. Okay. He's a Disa Isaacs backup. Yep. And let's see. Let me mark you off. You got Van over and Cam Miller. I got them checked off. So let's see. What do I have left? I've got my defensive line done. My linebackers is done. My DB's done. I need running back and two offensive linemen. Yeah. So <laughs> my offensive linemen, let me take a look at my list. Uh, boy, you went Birchmeyer. So I'm going to go Javen Williams and J.B. Nelson. Sweet. I need a quarterback, but I know that. And I need a wide receiver. Should that that should pretty much be it, right, Jimmy? Yes, yes, it is. So I should be pretty well along. Um, man, there's like twelve guys to choose from. Do I take the transfer from Florida State? Ah, oh, there's upside to him, but Penn State's never been able to do anything with him. Ah, uh, with a big guy, I need to see it. I'm gonna take Liam Clifford at wide right. receiver. I'm okay with this. And since you made the quarterback your first pick of the draft, I'm going to make my quarterback the last pick of my draft, and I'll take Bo Prabula. Okay. And the whole design of this, Andy, <laughs> one quarterback meant I had Aller. You could pick Prabula whenever you wanted. You picked Nick Singleton early, so I get Katron Allen. Um, waited for my last pick. <laughs> very, very interesting teams. And – you know what, Andy? It it is, and I think just in doing this exercise, we each chose twenty two man teams, a full roster, a full offense, a full defense, yep. and we both have, I think, pretty good teams. I think when we analyze it, I think we'll decide my team's better. But I'll tell you what, Andy, in looking over the teams and doing this exercise. What I think we demonstrated was the amount of depth this year's team has. I think that there were other seasons where trying to go through and build two complete lineups. We each have 22 players on our roster, and I believe we're both pretty happy with our roster. Think about that. This is a solid two deep for this team. And when we the coaches get to decide come September who to put out on the field, they're going to have both your team and my team available to them as far as the number of players. That is a fantastic sign. But as I mentioned before, come quarter number four, we're going to take a look at the two. We'll compare them and see who's better. Hey guys, this is Andrew from 409 Tailgate Club, here to talk to you about our new coffee barbecue dry rub set. Over the years, we've developed some great tailgate sauces and barbecue dry rubs, but our new coffee rubs are totally unique spice blends, low in sodium, and feature Happy Valley's finest coffee, W.C. Clark's, roasted right in the cheese shop in downtown State College. So head on over to 409tailgateclub.com, grab yourself some coffee rubs, and remember, always tailgate with honor. We are. StateCollege.com is your one-stop source for news, sports, opinion, entertainment, and community events. Over a decade of experience covering the Nittany Lions from reporter Ben Jones. 
Lively commentary from columnist Mike Porman and others. Local perspective, local expertise, local information from Penn State's hometown website, statecollege.com. Trust statecollege.com for daily coverage of the school, team, and place you love. Hi, this is Dustin Hawkinsmith from the Keystone Sports Network. For the best Penn State football analysis and commentary, go to keystonesportsnetwork.com. The rest of the KSN team and I will bring you game reviews, player evaluation, recruiting news, and plenty more. You may even hear directly from some of your favorite recruits. That's keystonesportsnetwork.com. You can also take Keystone Sports Network with you. Go to your app store and download Keystone Sports for your mobile device. For Penn State football news 52 weeks a year, count on the Keystone Sports Network. Are you ready to elevate your game day experience? Then it's time for turnkey tailgating with Revel XP. You get to tailgate close to Beaver Stadium with our exclusive area next to the soccer field. Revel XP will provide the tent, the chairs, table, even the cooler and ice. We even partner with local food and beverage providers to cater your tailgate event. As someone has enjoyed tailgating with Revel XP, I know you're going to love it. Go to RevelXP.com for more info. We headed to the home stretch in quarter number four on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Hello and welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It is quarter number four. He's Andy. I'm Jim. We just got done doing our first annual Penn State football team draft, Andy. We each drafted 22 players. We hit every position, both of us. How do you feel about your team? I like my team a lot. I I put uh, an emphasis or a preference on the trenches. And, you, could, you know, it's like it's like coach speak, right? Like, oh, wow, the trenches is where the game's won and lost. I don't necessarily subscribe to that in the modern game with it being on the edges and so fast and athletic and green grass and space meaning so much. It's still very important. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like it used to be. You have to work past that and say they still matter, but the gap is closed elsewhere. The reason I think it is so important and the reason I sort of went there for Penn State is, you know, it's one, the wide receiver position is a clear-cut question mark. They got half a question mark in the secondary, maybe a quarter of a question mark with the safeties, but it's just because they don't have an elite one. But I just thought it was important to address that right out of the gate. And they have a little bit of, they have a new starting quarterback. So that meant there were more questions on the offense. And I wanted to shore that up, up front on offense. And they just have so many studs on defense. But I think at, on the defensive front, you, there's just too many of them. It would have been a, it was important to get those players there. Let me tell you my strategy going into this, Andy. As soon as you told me I could get first pick, I think Drew Aller is a unique talent at the quarterback position. So I, I thought it was important to get the leg up there. Some of the other positions I looked at and said, like at safety. I thought there were four good players without any standouts. So if you got your two, I could get my two later in the draft. I wanted to see if there were positions that I could dominate. At cornerback, I got Kalen King and Johnny Dixon. Yeah, that's a clear Def- win. 
but two places where you took Chop Robinson and Abdul Carter, defensive end and linebacker, I didn't want you to do the same thing to me and shut me out. So I had to make picks in reaction to that. I thought there were three good defensive ends, and you may have gotten number one, but I got numbers two and three. Or we could look at it, you got one A, but I think I got one B and one C. And as far as that linebacker, once you had Abdul Carter, I knew I had to get Curtis Jacobs. I needed, you got the clear number one. I wanted to make sure I got the clear number two at linebacker. If I let you get both of those guys, you would have dominated that position. So one of the things I looked at when I was looking at how to break this team down, Jimmy, and sort of how do you go where you want in this scenario, I tried to identify the superstars, right? Like I wanted as many stars as I could get and bona fide national superstars. And I, I identified Olu, Abdul Carter, King at corner, um, Nick Singleton, Singleton and Katron Allen at running back. I, I, I really honestly think Jimmy, you have to put both of them at the same level. You, there's you you can't separate the two and say one is and one isn't. One might have a higher Q factor in terms of the ESPN guys because of his long runs, but I think as a football guy, if you can't if you can separate these two and say one's clearly better than the other, then you're not really understanding what you're looking at. That's just my opinion, and I really think both of them have earned and deserved to be in that superstar status as young players simply by what they did. So that was sort of the thing. And Chop Robinson, I put him as a superstar as well. So if you look at the superstars, I think I did pretty good on getting my superstars. You did. And I did. I highlighted my stars also and wanted to get as many as I can get. Now, I think, I think I neutralized, you know, I had Nick Singleton as a star versus, uh, Katron Allen, but I think Katron Allen was a good consolation prize at running back for me. Agreed. Kind of the same thing with Abdul Carter. He is definitely, definitely better than Curtis Jacobs, but it was important for me to get Jacobs there. I think that I have a couple guys, potential superstars in Theo Johnson at tight end. I think he's clearly the best of the tight ends. I think at DB, getting Kalen King, I think getting Johnny Dixon along with Kalen King was a coup for my team and really helped me there. So I'm happy. There were certain positions, uh, and I mentioned it at safety. I think there were four guys. Each of us were going to get two decent ones. At wide receiver, you know, again, I think each of us were going to get two or three decent ones, and one could argue Perhaps you got a little bit of an edge with Keandre Lambert-Smith, more of the sure thing, but I would not be so stunned if Dante Cephas and Trey Wallace met or exceeded with what Keandre Lambert-Smith did. So there's that. There's that. I, I want so much. I want so badly, Andy, to say that my team is better than yours, but boy, I'll tell you what. I, Maybe it's just we both know these teams very well. I, I think it's pretty pretty close. It, there's 
I think it's pretty even. What do you Come think? Come on, Jimmy. Come on. I killed you on the offensive line. I absolutely murdered you on the offensive line. The the, oh. the biggest known quantity. They we were you want us to go ten deep. And and the fact that we can go ten deep and not go like, oh come on, man, we're gonna be scraping the absolute bottom of the barrel. That is really important for this Penn State team. I mean, it was not a stretch to get to ten offensive linemen. That I think is the most important element. Even for this offense, it's very important for this team. But for this offense, despite the quarterback, despite the studs at, at running back, I still think I still think the identity of this offense is going to be dictated a little bit and controlled by this offensive line because they're talented, they're experienced, and now they're deep. And that's like sort of the trifecta of an offensive line as a position and group. They have it all. They have six starters now. We know that. So Andy, I really feel strongly. Andy, I think obviously you got to star in Olu and probably the next best lineman in Tengwall. Then I think when you get to Caden um, Wallace, Ioane, Warmly, you know, they're, they're very close. So you do have, you know, at least two and a half starters with warmly, you know, I'm going to battle you. Oane, I think by the end of the season may take over that job, but I think I have the clear winner at quarterback, which I think is really, really important. Um, I'll take the win at cornerback also with Kalen King and Johnny Dixon. I think I neutralized your Chop Robinson pick by getting uh, Deny Dennis Sutton and Adisa Isaac. But let's look at this, Andy. In You started to hit that with the offensive line, the fact that there was enough depth. There were eight guys who are veterans, and we had the two freshmen. Uh, the good news, bad news. The bad news was we had to reach to freshmen to complete our offensive lines. You had Birchmeyer, I had uh, Williams, but the good news is that's who those freshmen were, so highly regarded with Birchmeyer and Williams that it, it bodes well for the future of the offensive line. And I think as you look at other positions, I mentioned at safety, you've got uh, you know four good players at least, and we each got two two starters from there. Yeah. At cornerback, I have Kalen King and Dixon. By getting Daquan Hardy, now you had to cheat a little bit and get uh, Keaton Ellis as your safety slash second cornerback, and Hardy's typically a slot guy. But I think it's an indicator of the depth of this team. Yep. Same thing, defensive line. You know, we each are just Chop Robinson, Adisa Isaac, Deny Dennis Sutton. We're all we're both thrilled with those players. Then on the inside, again. Maybe there's not a superstar there, but there's, there's several solid players, right? There are several solid players. I think the I think the biggest upside you saw from a single player in the defensive line group last year was the progression of Hakeem Beeman. I think I got the two guys that are going to start. I think they're guys, <coughs> excuse me, and with Devon Ellis, I think they're the guys that have the most Big Ten major college football chops right now. I, I I have no problem 
with the four of them together. I just think you're going to need to do a a 60-40 split. And I went with the 60% guys. And I think I got the best defensive end. I got the best linebacker. You killed it at corner. I had to kind of put my secondary together. But what are we talking about? Like eight, nine guys at the secondary positions, right? There's four of them. Your slot corner moves in. Your slot guy moves in and out. You know, you're talking eight, nine deep of comfortable starters. You're talking four deep on comfortable defensive tackles. You're talking three deep on comfortable possible home records at defensive end. It's just crazy at that position, at on that side of the ball to go that deep without even blinking. Like we're trying to split hairs and who kind of got a little bit of an edge here. Meanwhile, Penn State and James Franklin, the coaching staff, have all of them available to them to find a way to get them on the field. That's crazy. And, Andy, I want to point out, you know, the couple players on the defensive side who didn't make it onto our rosters. Zariah Fisher at defensive end. How about Jordan Vandenberg, who James Franklin said may be the most improved player? You know, what that telling us is, you know, that two deep at defensive tackle may be pushing three deep. The same thing at defensive end, you know, maybe pushing three deep there. So depth, and James Franklin talks about that quite a bit. And during a season when there is attrition, remember last year for several games, there were three starters missing from the offensive line. Three. Correct. That happens. You don't know if it'll happen this year offensive line again. Maybe that will happen at defensive line. We even, and I know we said just one running back, but an injury very quickly makes Trey Potts part of the rotation. So they definitely have more depth. Andy, that's got to be it for the show. Uh, Besides our podcast, I'm going to post each one of our rosters. So the listeners, you could take a look and you could decide who got the better team. Hey guys, this is Andrew from 409 Tailgate Club, here to talk to you about our new coffee barbecue dry rub set. Over the years, we've developed some great tailgate sauces and barbecue dry rubs, but our new coffee rubs are totally unique spice blends, low in sodium, and feature Happy Valley's finest coffee, W.C. Clark's, roasted right in the cheese shop in downtown State College. So head on over to 409tailgateclub.com, grab yourself some coffee rubs, and remember, always tailgate with honor. We are. StateCollege.com is your one-stop source for news, sports, opinion, entertainment, and community events. Over a decade of experience covering the Nittany Lions from reporter Ben Jones. Lively commentary from columnist Mike Porman and others. Local perspective, local expertise, local information from Penn State's hometown website, StateCollege.com. Trust StateCollege.com for daily coverage of the school, team, and place you love. Hi, this is Dustin Hawkinsmith from the Keystone Sports Network. For the best Penn State football analysis and commentary, go to KeystoneSportsNetwork.com. The rest of the KSN team and I will bring you game reviews, player evaluation, recruiting news, and plenty more. You may even hear directly from some of your favorite recruits. That's KeystoneSportsNetwork.com. You can also take Keystone Sports Network with you. Go to your app store and download Keystone Sports for your mobile device. For Penn State football news 52 weeks a year, count on the Keystone Sports Network. Are you ready to elevate your game day experience? Then it's time for turnkey tailgating with Revel XP. 
you get to tailgate close to Beaver Stadium with our exclusive area next to the soccer field. Revel XP will provide the tent, the chairs, table, even the cooler and ice. We even partner with local food and beverage providers to cater your tailgate event. As someone has enjoyed tailgating with Revel XP, I know you're going to love it. Go to revelxp.com for more info.